I want to greet you in the name of Jesus today, and certainly good to see everybody come out, and uh, especially our visitors today. That's a blessing. That's what I call creative jealousy. You know, it reminded me, boy, I would have liked to have done that. So that's good. Good to see you here. Uh, good to see you, Alan, and Chris, and Lana. Yeah, goes way back, way back. Good to see you here. May the Lord bless you for being here. I, uh, I didn't particularly, my message is not particularly about Mother's Day today, but that doesn't make you less important. I, uh, you know, I, I think of it this way. Abraham Lincoln made the statement that no man can say he's poor if he's had a God-fearing mother. And I think we can all say amen. And I think about that, and I think about the song would go, thank you, Mama, for praying for me. If she wouldn't have prayed, then where would I be? They called her old-fashioned, but she loved the Lord. You know, brothers and sisters, this morning, we all have a story about our mama. We all, I have to think, you know, it's amazing how our mind works. And I had to think of a little account that uh, I thought about my mother today, and I had to think about, used to have these old-time coal lamps. And I remember, you know, we used to try to get a little bit more light out of them, and and we would turn it up the juice, so to say, and give her a little more kerosene, but it would make it black. And mom would always take those, Shonsta, uh, I can't even say. Well, whatever, she'd take that off and she'd wash it up. Mom was a little bit more like, she was letting it shine and we was trying to make it shine. And that's just what our mothers did for us. You know, they did a lot of things like that. And I know you all probably have a story about your mother, and I probably I'll try to kind of not make this so long, and then maybe if you have something you'd like to say about your mother, then you'll have the privilege to say that. But anyhow, my message today is about, it's found in the Beatitudes, and it's a simply the verse is this, and you can turn to it, Matthew 5. Blessed are those which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Today we're here, and I trust everybody here today wants to be filled with the Word of God. And as you know me, I often use this statement, get into the Word of God so the Word of God can get into you. We want that to live out in our lives. And... As is already mentioned, I'll tell you somewhat what made me think about this message was the funeral that I was to this week. And always when I would talk to Eugene, his statements was always like it was said in the funeral, did you read this? Did you see this? And that how exciting that is about the Word of God. And it seemed like almost every time I would meet him, we talked about the Word of God. So I'm saying today that if our gospel is hid, it's hid to those that are lost. We just, 
But it's got to be in here for it to come out. We got to have it inside us. We got to get into it to bring it out. And I'm, I'm here to say today that I, I think about that verse blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness. You know, I had to think about the woman at the well. She had a desire to have something that Jesus was wanting to give her. She didn't really know how to get it. She was thirsting after things that weren't satisfying. But Jesus just simply said it in other terms. This water that you're drinking, you're going to thirst again. But the water I give you will be life springing up out of the well, water springing up into everlasting life. That's the word of God that we want to get into. We want to get into the word of God. There's only one word of God. The other type of things, and you know, thank me mentioned today about the world. That's our Sunday school lesson. You know, and I, I, if you would, I, probably if you asked everybody in this group, you know, who is the world? And we'd probably, probably have a little bit of different ideas um, as far as our first thought on that. But probably the first thing that I would think about would be the love of money. I think that would be the, the first thing I would think about. Because it, the cares of this life chokes out the word of God. And we can read that, how, you know, the things in, in, in Matthew 13, it talks about, you know, about the one, you know, about the, the sowing of the seed and, and uh, you know, how some of them fell on stony ground and some of them fell on, on thorns and the thorns broke up and choked them and choked them out. And, and, and it talks about in verse 22 in chapter 13, and he also received the seed among the thorns that heareth the word. And the cares of this world, deceitful of riches, choke the word, and it becomes what? Unfruitful. Now, I'm here to tell you this morning, this is real to me. You know, you try to study to, to speak, and now I, and this is a confession to you. This morning, I was trying to think about speaking. I was trying to think about preaching. I was trying to think about what I can say. And I was trying to think about what I can learn in my own part. And yet, there was a little bit of part of next week. What we're going to do. How we're going to do it. The cares of this life choke out the word of God. It, it has a way. It finds inroads in our life. And it tries to choke it out. And it does well. Unless we get a hold of things. Unless we let the power of God and the Holy Spirit convict us and change us. It'll make havoc. We see here this morning, I, I mainly that's the verse that I'd like to use. Blessed are those which are hungry and thirst after righteousness, for they should be filled. And you know, as we think about the Beatitudes here, and I often, I often had to think about the Beatitudes. You know, it says, Blessed are the poor in the spirit, and blessed are they that mourn, and blessed are the meek, and blessed are the merciful, and blessed are the peacemakers, for they should be called the children of God. 
Blessed are the ones that are persecuted for the righteous sake, for there is the kingdom of God. Blessed are those who shall revile you and persecute you, and you shall say all manner of evil against you falsely. Then it says rejoice and be glad, and great is your reward in heaven. So they persecuted my prophets which were before you. And then it tells us that we are the salt of the earth. We see here salt is good, but if the salt has lost its saltness, wherewith will it be? Will you season it? Have salt on yourselves and the peace with one another. Have salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. Have salt in yourselves and peace with one another. I never did realize that that verse said that, but that's why. What I have here, Mark 9, 50. We see here, brothers and sisters, this morning, as we think about, um, you know, I, I guess just faintly, uh, briefly, whenever you're talking about, we were talking about what's in the world and who we call the world and all this in the world is the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life and the world passes away and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of the Father... I think it says abide if lives forever. We all want to live forever. And that's the ones that will live forever. Be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of the mind that you may prove what is good and acceptable unto God. God formed us. The world deforms us in Christ, transforms us. To make a child of God, we need to be God formed us. The world deforms us. And Christ transforms us. We see here that as I think about getting into the Word of God, and if our gospel is hid, it's hid to those that are lost. Now, as uh, the God of this world, the God of this world has blinded the hearts and minds of those that believe not. And we as people, we have something to do. We are to let our light shine. I guess that illustration I used, not make it shine, let it shine. We don't, we don't fabricate something and just make something. God within us is what lets it happen. It's got to be God in there. God's got to be in our heart. God's got to be witness. He's got to be our forerunner, so to say, and then we let it shine. Now, you know, it's as always, you know when you, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they should be filled. I'm no longer the day preaching to you, I'm preaching to me. You know how easy it is Look at something else. You know, I don't believe that we can possibly get enough. Yeah, there is things of God. We cannot just simply look at our phone and get enough devotion for that day, so to say, and things of this world and things that are happening, what is happening, what's going to happen. It's pretty empty. It's pretty empty. 
And I'll say that to say this. We may have to give it up. We may have to give it up. Really. Some of these things that we may just have to give up. Because it has a way that it pulls us down. I know. I know it does. I know it does. I know it pulls me down. Because you, you just got to be, you, you know, like a lot of people have families and they for the children. We have limited Okay, as we think about getting into the Word of God so the Word of God can get into us. I, I'm not even sure where this verse is found, but I've used this verse many times, and I can't even tell you right now where it's found. But I think it's in... Something makes me think it's in Jeremiah, but I'm not sure about that. But let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man... Glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glory, glory in this, that he knows and understandeth me. That's how we need to glorify God. Not in our might, not in our wisdom, not in our might, not in our riches, but let him that glory, glory in this, that he knoweth and understandeth me. I, I know that I could go on down, and, and we, we, we're... I, I could just faintly look at verse 20 there in Ma Matthew 5. If you have your Bibles there, verse 20 in chapter 5, For I say unto you that accept your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they should be filled. Hey, this is serious. We've we got a serious thing going on here. Except our righteousness, our righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. It don't do, it, it, it is nothing. It's filthy, it's rags. But the, you know, the word of God and, and, and what happened here, um, to the scribes and the Pharisees. They simply were on a plateau. They arrived where they were going. They were good enough. Do we ever arrive where we're going? As we're living in this world and we're into this, this time, I don't believe that until we take the last breath and fly away that we're going to arrive where we need to be. There's always going to be. Continue. My beloved brother, be you steadfast, unmovable, always abounding the work of the Lord for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. Continue on. Press on. Press on to the mark of the high calling 
of Christ Jesus. Let us not become weary of well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. All of us, no matter who you are, and I guess just faintly just say this here a little bit. One of the last messages I spoke here, how we are to speak life to each other. And I haven't forgot that I mentioned that, and I ain't forgot that I preached about that. But I haven't done real well of doing it. That's what I haven't done. You know, we're just like the wild geese that you see flying in the air. There is a, there's one in front, there's honking his horn to encourage the others to keep going. We need to speak life into each other. We need to, uh, you know, I, in our families, in our parents, we all need to have words of life spoke to us. So we need to get into the word of God so the word of God can get into us. There's par. And there again, my mind goes to that dear brother that just passed away. I can just hear him say something about a verse, and he said, it's powerful. And you know, that I, I guess that is just so real to me. And you know what? I can already tell you that I'm going to miss that. Because it was just something you knew that you could do. But let that be me. Let that be you. That's who that needs to be. He's gone. He's went to heaven. It's up to us to carry the torch. And it needs to be us. I see here, as I think of this verse, and I, I, I have a little something I'm going to tell you. Uh, now, this is just kind of, this is part of a story that happened. But it's real happening. Uh, we were working at Tom Boyd's, which most of you know who that is. We were working there, and, and he always goes to get lunch, or he'll take you to God's office, or he'll do something, you know. And he got all excited one day. He said, well, there's four preachers here. He's going to pray. All at once, what do you think them preachers did? They started pointing at each the other preacher. He's going to pray. And you know what? What does the Bible say? You know, I, I think there's, you know, we need to share that. But I seen the verse this morning that kind of reminded me that let us boldly come before the throne of grace. Let us boldly come before God. Not in arrogancy, not in self-will. We probably thought that was an act of humbleness, but it probably was an act of pride. Probably not really what that was. It was an act of pride. It really... You know that your souls sometimes run so close to each other, we feel like we can we can just key it that is an act of humbleness, and more likely than not, it was an act of pride. I'm I just I'm just here to tell you this morning, blessed are those that are hunger and thirst after righteousness. We see here that that uh, whosoever drink of this water shall never thirst again. 
Whoever drinks of the water that this woman that was searching for, she's going to thirst again. But if you drink of this water that, she'll, that Jesus Christ is going to give us, that water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up to everlasting life. Who was the man that the evangelist used to say, take another drink of the fountain? You know, I, I guess I'm just thinking about Sometimes when I get ready to speak, I, I, I try to mind what the Lord is having me to share. But I just had to think about something. I had to think about something of a long time ago. I was sitting in a church, and, and, and this came to my mind this morning. Who asks the most out of you this morning? Who asks the most out of anybody that's sitting here today? Is it the world or is it the church the way the church should be? We fail, I know. But who asks the most out of you? The world will ask you to do a lot of things, but you'll never quite get to where you're going because they'll move. And I, I just I want to encourage us this morning, um, and like I said, that that... We have, a, we are not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, acceptable unto God. God makes it very clear when he says that we ought to be for the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. He makes it very clear that we need to be obedient people. We are bought by a price. When we sacrifice, we give ourselves. And anything is of the world that chokes out the word of God. Like we said, it will make you a slave. It will change us. It, it, will, it will change us from a, from a heavenly being to a, a worldly being, being, so to say. It will, it will make you miserable you'll never get to where you're going. And as I think about how the word of God gets choked out by the deceitful of riches and becomes unfruitful. And you know, the church over in Laodicea, they also had a problem of not getting into the word. What happened to them? They became lukewarm. That's what happened to them. They become lukewarm. And Jesus told them, you know, he made, the, made it very clear to them. He said, you're neither cold or hot. And he said, I'm going to spew thee out of the mouth. And, and, you know, that's just the way we, that's, that's what our Lord is, is, is begging us. He's pleading with us to get, you know, seek the first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things is going to be added into us. Just seek God with our whole heart. And what was the verse that, okay, I think I wrote it down, the verse that uh, Ryan shared this morning and then there was, Different ones mention this verse. As for me, that others may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make it known the mystery of the gospel. If our gospel is hid, it's hid to those that are lost. Think about it. I had I had somebody that 
was kind of following me, so to say, in a, in a way. I think I could say he was following me. Probably because I made the mistake and I gave him money. I kind of was just kind of wore out, and I thought that would be the easiest way to do it, but it was just the wrong way to do it. Well, the other morning, he was looking for me. He was already back looking for me. I didn't do very good, I don't think, in, in helping him. But I didn't, somehow I missed him. I never seen him. He, he came to Montgomery. He's looking for me. And he, he was wanting to find me because, you know, he, perhaps he was wanting more money. But you know what? You know, I, I tried to share with him uh, things of God. Uh, I didn't try to be too forward with it, but I, you know, trying to, you know, somewhat, so I, did, I didn't try to push it down him, but I tried to share, but I, I don't think I'd done very well. I don't think. It didn't seem like I'd done very well. And I, you know, you always have them opportunities. We had them opportunities every day. I, I think really we do. We have an opportunity like that every day. And um, like I was talking to somebody yesterday. I don't know if they know the Lord. I don't really know if they do. But I'm not trying to be judgmental, but I don't really know if they do. He asked me, so what are you going to do today? I just couldn't say what I was going to say to the church. I couldn't say that. I, I could have probably said that. Not to bring glory to myself, but I could have probably said that. Somehow it just didn't quite fit, so I didn't say anything. But you know what? Brothers and sisters, we need to let the word of God out. We're holding on to it too tight. It's in the Bible. Not everybody has a Bible. Not everybody reads the Bible. We're holding on to it too close. We need to pour out create a jealousy. Does that sound right? Don't we need to create a jealousy within us that somebody wants what you have? I, I think if there's any way that you would make, you'd have the right to make somebody jealous would be that way. Somebody that wants what you have is what we want to do. I don't know, somehow I didn't thought over that a little bit, and I wasn't sure if that sounded quite right, but think about it. Create a jealousy of Christ that's within you. Not yourself, but Christ that's within you. I'm, uh, the eyes of the Lord, we are protected. The eyes of the Lord are up on this righteousness, and his ears are open to our prayers. Now, we may face afflictions, many afflictions of the righteous, but who's going to deliver them? The Lord will deliver them out of them. I'm not here to tell you, give everything to God, problem free. There's nothing more that you're going to ever deal with. Your easy street. But the thing of it is, I will tell you that, and God will help us. And it's the best choice. Choose this day who you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We make a lot of decisions. 
every day. We get up in the morning. Now, I'm here. I, what I tried to bring out today is blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they should be filled. When we wake in the morning, tomorrow morning, Monday morning, We're going to have a hunger and thirst after God's word. Am I going to have a hunger and thirst after God's word? It really challenges me to think about that. Why is it? Why is it? Sometimes God, you feel like he's right there. And sometimes he's way off. I will never leave you or forsake you. He will never leave you. He's always right there. He's not out there. He's here. And may the Holy Spirit convict us today of anything in my life. I like to preach to myself. I like... Uh, you know, I, I, I thank you today for your attendance. You know what? There's two things that makes preaching easy. First thing is you pray and the audience you're talking to. I thank you today. I, uh, I had several things here maybe I was going to say, but I think we'll just quit there. And can I drive home the point? Seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and the rest is going to be added unto you. Blessed are those which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they should be filled. And you know, the fact is, when they were baptized and joined there, the Pharisees and Sadducees come to the baptism, and they said, O generation of vipers, who have warned you to flee from the wrath to come, bring forth fruits meant for repentance. Think not to say unto yourself, that we have Abraham of our father. No, they just came the way they were. Today, except, it says, except our righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees. We're not going to enter into the kingdom of God. What we want to do, whether we meet here or there, I pray that we can all meet in glory. Let's pray. Let's kneel for prayer. Dear God in heaven, we come before you just now. We pray today for your spirit to be alive in our hearts in our minds, in our lives, that you would give us a zeal and a desire to get into your word, that it would bring out fruit and it would multiply, and it would go out about to, sh to, to share with the lost and the dying world. I pray today for each person that's here today, I pray for each beating heart. Lord, I know that someday, like we talked about the brother that just passed on. Someday, 
will be alive and therefore come. Help us to make preparation. Help us to not only get ready, to be ready to meet our Lord and Savior. We pray today for each person that's here today. I pray today for each person that still has their mother that maybe perhaps today they can share something with their mother. It'll be bring bondage to them in their life. Lord, I just pray today if we don't meet here on this side, may we meet over yonder at the Golden Shore. In your name we pray. Amen.